search of a meaning where everything is spontaneous, confusing, and just a little crazy. <sighs> I'm finally at the finish line. This is the last episode for a while, mostly just for the season. I initially told myself, you know, if I can make it through 10 episodes smooth every week, then I'm gonna go to like 12 or 13 or like 15. <laughs> well, obviously that was not the case. So, you know, what, what was my other option? And I was like, you know what? I've already done nine. Let me do 10 and, you know, call it for the season. And uh, it just, school and work and pandemic and there's supposed to be a snowstorm there's like gonna be two inches of snow here in Dallas it just it's super crazy but it's becoming to the point where I obviously did not perfectly try and plan when I record when I you know write down what I'm gonna do for that episode have a lot of the presets done so it's been really just kind of out of whack and it started to come in between my mental health my mental health and taking care of me taking care of my homework taking care of my just pure sanity versus doing my podcasts and letting my mini therapy session happen in my head and I just wasn't okay with that. I, I wasn't okay with the fact that it came to that. So, here is the last episode. At least for a while. I haven't fully decided if I want to wait till after I come back from New York. Which means hopefully I can get like a bunch of like sound bites and just the sounds of the city that's really what I want to get um just to kind of incorporate into what season two could be um so maybe like right as March is gonna begin start the podcast I'll give myself a month-long break um mostly because then March like the second or third week I am on spring break so that it's just you know we're very refreshing um or wait till like i don't know april or something like it just april just seems too far um but you know i want to try and plan accordingly this time i want to i i want to be as efficient as i am cuz i i'm okay backtrack I social media manage for one real client as of right now and then technically I'm doing an internship where I am social media managing for all of her clients so uh, I just finished one week where I did um, a studio for her that she has so I was doing the social media managing for that and now this whole month of February, I'm going to be doing for a STEM, I guess, person. I don't, a STEM influencer. I don't, re, STEM advocate. I, I, okay, I don't know what her title is, but it seems very engaging and really cool. Um, 
So I want to be as efficient as far as when I post, when I start thinking about stuff. I, I really do want to start promoting my podcast. At first, I was a little ashamed to sit there and let like family and friends like listen to me, especially if I talk about them. I've always been the self-conscious kind of person to be like, oh, I don't want someone to hear that I said that and have to double think about what I am saying here because I feel like if I wanted to treat this, like I said, like a therapy session, then I should have the free will to say and or do anything. And the only consequence I should have should be within my own thoughts, my own internal thoughts. So with that being said, I kind of just like threw that out the window. I try not to say names. I really try to be as vague as possible about my real personal, personal life without, without, you know, not being able to, cause you know, in, in a, a day like, like today, for instance, it, it wasn't horrible it wasn't bad, but it wasn't that great, but I'm always still in a good mood. And there were certain aspects of it that maybe could have been better. And I can tell you exactly how, but if that person or those people were to hear how I said that, then it'll make them feel self-conscious. And that's the last thing I want. I, I, I don't want anyone to second guess their life because of my life if that makes any sense. So I, 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 I said, fuck it. I'm going to start like trying to promote, um, and be like, yo, this is my podcast and this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm saying. But it, it, it will just come down to, can I do it? Um, obviously I was not that efficient this season, uh, my first season going in and being like consistent with Wednesday's post at 12. And that means usually the week prior, weekend prior and or days leading up to Wednesday to record. I usually try to write down what I was going to be saying beforehand it was just the recording part and it seems as easy as you know anything because I've got like my podcast stuff all right here in my desk but like I said some days it just I would come home from school and I'd just be wiped because I also just worked a shift at my job and for any of my family if they hear this and they hear me complain about how my four-hour shift was mentally physically exhausting they obviously didn't deal with the Karens and nine times out of ten aside from my dad they didn't do any heavy lifting that day so you know I do have a job that is semi-demanding as far as customer service goes and just because it's less hours than let's say an eight or a nine to five shouldn't mean that mentally and emotionally I'm not drained. And so with that being said, I really want to just 
dive into this last episode. And I thought the best thing to end, you know, this season was going to be talking about the future and what all it could hold. Uh, I have always been a person that likes to plan. That's just always how I've been. And it's gotten so bad to the point where my anxiety, literally, if it's something unplanned, if it's something that's just random, it, it almost gives me like a really, really bad panic attack. And I don't even know why, because something like that shouldn't be such a big deal. And this is probably what I do need to start going to therapy or get back on anxiety meds. Um, and I just, I, I haven't, I don't know how to do that without sounding like I'm crazy. Cause I, I truly do feel some days I'm crazy, but I, you know, I, I, I'm dealing with it in my own way. And so with that being said, you know, talking about the future and what all awaits for it were that that's including COVID currently, that's including, you know, like job and career, um, family and friends, love life, etc. So like I said, I like to plan. So I try and think in acronyms of timelines. Now, I'm the kind of person that when I say oh yeah, in the future, I'll clean my room. I don't mean a year from now. I don't mean five years from now. I usually mean in a week, maybe three, maybe a month. But for the most part, I don't have a definitive, um, I guess, amount allotted time for what future is. So, okay, let's go down this uh, hypothetical timeline. In a year, where do I see COVID going? Um, Considering that it's 2022 and it technically started 2019, 2020. So it's already been almost two years and we are still nowhere closer to this thing ending like right when we thought it was another peak went up um so it's really hard to say i would love to think in my utopia world that in a year it will be gone and things will go back to normal but at this rate i don't know what normal is anymore um it almost seems like this idea of normal was almost like a romanticization and now we're just like, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna go back to that thing that we, that we used to do. And everyone's gonna ask, what did we used to do? I surely don't know what we used to do anymore. So, okay. In a year, no clue. I would surely hope in five years, it, it will be gone. Like, uh, there will probably be like ads on on the tv were you or your loved ones affected from the covid19 vaccine pfizer or moderna like i can see it and you know the ad's gonna be like here's how you can get some money today it just uh, the bullshit um 10 and 20 years like it's gonna be the thing that someone tells their kids and 
you know, if, if, if they started having kids early, then, you know, they'll tell their grandkids or something, you know, it just, at that point, I would hope that it's just, it's just kind of like gone. Like it's, it's truly gone and we never have to worry about it for another 80 years because, you know, it's supposedly something like this happens in about a hundred years. Um, by then we'll all be dead. So, okay, that's COVID. Um, job. Let's see. Uh, by next February, I would hope that I am in the situation I want to be, which is in New York. Um, as far as actual job, I am very unclear with what it is I want to do. Um, just because I feel like the world is my oyster. I can literally do anything with the bachelor and the master's degree that I'm about to get. And I, I just don't know what to do with it. I, and especially like the classes I'm taking this semester, the classes I'm taking this semester are so stimulating. I just came from one like an hour ago and it's all about how to be a positive change for the future generation, for the future society that we hope to have. And it's just, it's, it's fantastic. And part of me is like, I'm being so selfish. I don't, I, I don't even, <laughs> there's, there's my, uh, anywho, um, there's no way for us to really sit down and be like, I'm going to make a change now. Like it all eventually has to build up. Think of it. Think of your future like Legos, like each little piece has to eventually come on and it'll eventually make this grand figurine, whatever. And that is your future. That is your career. Um, that is the future that we ideally want. But I, I just don't know if, because I've, I've thought intensely about it. I've thought about what if I made my career teaching like a professor, like at a university. And then I thought about it and I was like, I don't think I could teach. I, I have the patience. I certainly have the patience. I, I just don't know if that's what I want to do. I just feel like I would be in this constant... I don't know how to deal with someone younger than me. And I've always had that issue. I've always been able to relate more to older people than me. Uh, Semi-decent with people who are my age. And then younger than me was always just really weird and awkward. Um, so I, I don't think I would be able to do that. Now, who knows? Uh, in five years, 10 years, 20 years maybe it's something I can I, I I've considered maybe I said fuck it I am gonna go teach and I'm great at it Look, I I am so great that I've I have tenure now like who knows um but thinking in the now and especially like a year from now I would like to have a better career than I currently have not to say that where I currently work is shit or is awful. I love where I work. I love the people. I love the, uh, 
I sort of love the environment. I, it's every day I have a smile on my face there and I'm just like, I know it's because of the people I work with and it's what happens in that day, talking to those people and just communicating with all of them. And I've had this conversation with my mom. I want to look for a new job, preferably one that will pay me way much more for me to have the bachelor's and to understand that I'm working on my master's. But I'm so comfortable with this job. I mean, it's just, it's like not even eight minutes away from my house, down the street, local. It, it pays decently well for the fact that I have no bills, no real responsibilities, all that. So, okay. Um, friends and family. Uh, for some reason, my family duo has gotten just rocky, complete rocky for the past like four years. And I don't really know how. So I, 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 I'm trying to think of how to, how to say this. Um, I grew up in a household where my parents were very they were very lenient for the most part I never had a curfew um they they trusted me with a lot of things I was very mature for my age um they they were great and then obviously you know my brother came along not to say that he caused any problems um, and yeah, I never really noticed it until I got older that the way that he was raised and the way that I was raised are completely opposites. And it's because me and him are completely opposite. And so as he's gotten into the teenage years, I'm sitting back and thinking, why aren't they having these talks with him? Why aren't they you know, doing more to discipline him to understand that had he done A, B, and C instead of option D that he did, he'd be in less trouble or he would have been okay or whatever the case may be. So it's, it's been, it's been weird in this household. Um, and then, you know, uh, my relationship with my parents, it, it just like 180'd with both parents. So initially, I never really truly had a communicative relationship with my mother. And then it 180'd and now we communicate a lot about a lot of different things. And then vice versa with dad. I used to have a really good communicative relationship with him. And then whoop, now I don't. Part of me thinks that's because as I got older, I needed a little more womanly advice, you know, womanly needs. And of course, my dad can't fill those needs in the moment that I needed them. So, um, it leads me to think that it had to have been because I grew up. So then, okay, let's go on mom's side. I've always, for the most part, been really close with them. Um, 
I'm definitely understanding the difference in my opinions versus their opinions. Um, but still really close for the most part. Dad's side of the family. Oh, they... That relationship with them, I'm not a thousand percent sure there was truly a relationship. I just think I was young and I was little and you think everything's great when you're young and little. And then you grow up and you realize that was all a lie. Uh, There's no real communication. There's no support. There's no, there's, there's no evidence that your family other than blood relation which has gotten really sad over the years um my dad likes to pretend that it's it's how they've always been and it's just taking me now to realize and it's not the way I choose I would prefer them to be towards me but it just is how it is and be that as it may, maybe that's true. Just part of me thinks that I am allowed to have want to, to, to have those needs met, and not exactly like it's I'm expecting them because at this point it's been a couple of years now where it's built up that I've lost that expectation. But your family normally does that. They, they keep surprising you and whatnot. So the, the dynamic with dad's side has always been super weird. Um, and then my friends, I've got, I've, I really, I really have like three or four at this point. My best friend who I went to New York with the first time. Now that she started her classes and I started my classes, we hang out when we can. Um, the friend that I am taking to New York with me, she, throughout our whole undergrad experience, was in a whole nother state. And she purposely did that to get away from her family, which is so sad, but so great for her personal growth, emotional, mentally, whatever. Um... I never really got to hang out with her because then summers would roll around and I'd be free and then she'd be like, oh, I'm going to another state to avoid my family. And I was like, geez, that's, I miss you. So we're, we're slowly trying to start that cycle of hanging out again. Um, a third friend that I, I've not, I, I haven't really brought her up. And it's mostly because I'm confused about that friendship. Our friendship has always been, like, equal for the most part. Except when she gets a boyfriend. And then she gets the boyfriend and it's no longer 50-50. It's more like 90-10. And so I just... I always used to just kind of shove it off, shrug it off, just be like, oh, you know, she's in love, whatever. Um, But then the boyfriends would, either they would break up or whatever would happen and she'd be like, oh, fuck them. And then we'd be back to our old selves until the next guy came around. Well, she's on to the next guy 
and they've now been together for a little over a year, which is great. He seems like a great guy. She's really happy. I'm really happy for her, but it was no longer, hey, like, you're not putting in effort. It was, hey, want to hang out? And she would say that she can't because that's the day that her and him hang out. But they hang out like every week. And I'm not talking about like once a week. I'm talking about like three to four times a week. Maybe more at that. So kind of her. Let's just call her a half. So right now I'm at two and a half. And then I've got the person that I am in a sort of relationship with. I, I do clarify him as my best friend. Mostly because he he has been since me and him first met. We instantly became friends. And just as instantly as we, we became friends, we became a, a couple. And so even though, you know, we broke up and we tried separating, we are still really close friends. And even now while we're in this limbo of a relationship he's he's still the person I go to for advice and the person I want to talk to all the time and hang out with and it doesn't always work the way I want it to but you know it's we're trying um so there is my technically half for him half for her and then two whole friends so really, I just have like three, truly. Um, for sure, in, in you know, a year or so between the family and friends, um, if I move to New York, family's all staying here. Uh, some of the family, the, the ones that feel more like extended family, I don't talk to them a whole lot. They will literally not know I've moved till I post it on social media. Um, the more immediate family, the ones I talk to all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm going to want to say bye to them before I leave. Um, my two whole friends are most likely coming with me. Uh, the one who's about to go to New York with me, we have both said that we are going to move in together for sure. Now, the one who went with me to New York initially, she claims that she will, but it just all depends where life takes her. And selfishly, I want life to bring her with me just because just as much as I need the new life, the new experience, so does she. Um, so that's where it will take us in a year and then so on and so on and as far as family goes, I mean, they'll always be family. Um, there'll all, always be some form of communication. Um, yeah, friends. I would love to sit here and say that I will be lifelong friends with them. And truly, I, I do want to say that. But the unpredictability of life as I've experienced in my 22 years of life is that some people just aren't really meant to be your friends forever. So I really hope they are, truly. But I guess we'll just see from that point.
especially with the two halves, which now brings me to my last point, which is love life. Um, I have told myself that if by the time I leave, we are still in this limbo, that it's probably best for me to just end it, just start fresh in a new city, um, just do that. But a big part of me tells myself that that really won't happen as much as I would like it to, as much as I can sit here and testify that that is going to happen. I don't know. Um, a part of me is also foolishly hoping that we do have a definition to what this is. It's whether it's dating, long distance dating, or actually back into Couplesville, um, that is a little more of a bond for me than not knowing. Especially when technically I am single, but I don't classify as single. I I just, I feel like when you go to a new place, like there there is no, like you're either in a relationship or you're single. There is no in between. And especially like a city in New York. So if he hears this, which honestly, I don't think he has been listening to this. He claims he has, but... From all the things I have said in all of my episodes, or the last few about him, he has not once said anything about it. So, if he were listening, he would think about that, and we'd obviously have another talk about it, but in a year, if we stayed in limbo or things got better, I would hope that... We're finding a way to make it work. We are doing the online, virtual, long distance dating things. And that, that is the thing that glues us together while we're apart. So that when we're together, like let's say I come home, or not that Texas is home, but let's say I come back to Texas. Or he comes up to New York a weekend, literally, every so often. That, that would be nice. In five years, I would hope that I've either, I've either, I guess, grown the balls (laughs) to have a serious conversation where are we progressing in our relationship? Are we degressing? If so, I need I need that clarification because ideally I would like to think I am married before 30. It it seems almost really silly, but I don't know, just I think when you find a person, you start to fantasize all the things like marriage and having kids and a house in your head and so you start having these idealizations about the timeline for y'all's life y'all not you y'all so five years I would love to think that we've gotten married or 
we are on different life paths and I'm out there dating again. And I mean, it kind of applies for 10 and 20 years, you know, if, if we're married by year 10, then I would hope we're trying to work on having kids. And then by year 20, it's, you know, it's, it's the married life. It's spending every day together. It's waking up together. It's the in and outs of every day with each other. And if by year five, we are not together, then it's, it's years five through 20 and up where you either got to go through all of that with someone else. So what all does that mean really Uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally? Well, emotionally, it means that I overthink. Truly, I do. And I've always known that I've overthink, like just thought a bunch of stuff. Um, And so mentally, it, it starts to be a question that replays in my head. So like COVID. When is it going to end? Uh, is it is there a possibility that I've had COVID and I was just asymptomatic? Um, I just got the booster. Am I going to be okay? Do I need to get tested because I've had the sniffles for a day? You know, just like small stuff like that. So mentally, I overthink those little things. But then I go to like the much bigger things like take the friendship the friend that I only classify as a half a friend. I need to have a serious talk with her and I need to tell her basically everything that I'm saying in my podcast, but I need to clarify what are are we still friends? What? And truly that's for me, not so much for her. It's the closure, it's the closure that I feel now that we are getting older, we owe one another or not even to one another. I owe myself that closure. I've ended friendships without any closure until this day. I still think about them and I think, what happened to those friendships? So, you know, it's, it's a lot being a highly sensitive person overthinking on a on a constant is exhausting (laughs) so physically when I come home after working going to school and now here recording my podcast I am exhausted I am so exhausted that I think if I could sleep sitting up in my chair I totally would but because I most definitely cannot, my eyes just keep doing the like heavy droop, the heavy droop thing. And it's, I need to wake up, but nothing is going to help. So, you know, it's always better for me to tell myself that the future is not set in stone by what we want and that I need to learn to be okay with what my plans were and how it ends up being because those normally sometimes can be very different. The future holds so much. We never know what the future awaits, 
but I am very excited to see. And with that, that is all that I'm going to say about this last episode. But what I will continue on to say is that I really hope that season two is just as great as this one, or this first season, I should say. Um, It'll probably be another 10 episodes. I'm gonna see what all I can do as far as managing how to do my posts a little better and just really get my planning like on a T. Um, I really won't know as far as when I want to start back up again till I start trying to plan some stuff. So once I do that, I think that's when I'm going to start posting again. Like, oh yeah, season two. Um, which I know most people who probably know me and follow like my photography and follow my personal are going to be like, what the fuck? She's got a podcast. Um, which most people are baffled at, but yes, I have a podcast. Do I think it's the best? No. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone else wanting to sit here and listen to my issues and how I think I can resolve them, but I'm hoping with season two that things, I don't know, are clarified for how I want to proceed. Especially while still, sorry, that was a really loud yawn. Um... Especially with trying to proceed helping myself as well as aiding others. I think that's the most important thing. And with that said, and with that yawn, I think I am going to call it a night. And say, I really hope that if anyone is listening, that they've enjoyed this season. And continue to enjoy maybe the next couple seasons will be one of the first ones to listen to episode one season two um and it's just it's nice it's nice getting to talk to someone although it's not really talking to someone so with that said thank you and please come again to Eve Adventures, The Life of a Woman in Search of a Meaning. 